So where are we here? Let me see what I have. We got so many questions now, it's not even funny. I asked too much. What we got. Do you think our offense can be a deep ball threat like Washington is right now? It depends on the quarterback. That's a great question. Isaac Monte. Uh, Isaac, I, if you think about how good the quarterback was at Washington this year, Penix, he's from Tampa Tech, by the way. That's part of it. He wasn't that guy right off the bat in college. Took him a couple of years, but that system he's played in it a long time. I don't think you're going to see that too often anywhere. <laughs> if you look at it's ironic, Oregon runs a really short conservative passing game and just gets the ball in their hands, their playmakers. Washington's like the heck with this. Away we go up over the top. They're completely different. There's different ways to get it done. Norvell's system's a little of both. He's very, very complex with it, and it's obviously successful. But it comes down to how successful your quarterback is at throwing those. Look at it this way. Jalen Milrow at Alabama, he, I've seen him play live. He's just not that accurate outside of the scripted plays at the beginning of the game. He does not throw outs and stuff that accurately on a consistent basis in the middle of the game, like drive to drive, just from the outset. But for whatever reason, he throws the ball down the field. Why is that? I have no idea. Comfort, I guess. But it is weird to me you can throw 50 yards down the field more successfully than 20. I don't get that. All right. Seems like we only do short routes. Uh, we throw some bombs, I do believe. Um, the bombs that go to Keon and some of these other guys, it's pretty hard to deny those, but teams are playing more cover two and whatnot, trying to make Florida State go down the field, especially after they had some injuries. And I get it. Florida State is all the way back. I disagree with that. Let me let me take that on. For, this is from Jonathan McIntosh. He says, three wins, five wins, 10 wins, 13 wins. Norville's the real deal. Florida State is all the way back. All the way back to me means you can lose like 10 guys in the NFL and still be top five next year. Florida State's going to lose some games next year. They're not going to be a title contender barring just an unbelievable portal. Hall. They're losing too much, too many seniors. They're a year away, I think, in 25 to start that. There's going to be an in-between season. I think it's next year. But the portal could prove me wrong on that. A lot of people didn't think they'd be at that point this season, but they hit the home run in the portal. And at the end, they got Keon on top of it. I mean, that's the icing on the cake. So we'll see. R.A. Nixon, can Fuller win some type of award this year? I mean, there's different kinds of assistant coaching awards and all that, but I don't keep keep up with all this kind of stuff. Um, some of these awards get announced around this time, and I don't pay attention to it that much. But Fuller's had his best year, and I think part of that is just the mix. The coaching staff has done a great job together. And while individual awards are important, they certainly are, and I'm sure he loves it, probably gets a bonus for, for winning any of them. I think this is more of a team effort by the coaching staff in conjunction with the players they brought in, Portal, High School, Develop, the whole nine. They just seem to be in sync. Again, I, I think it was 180, 181, something like that, that Louisville had in total offense. They're horrible. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like a situation where Florida State wasn't a good defense. They knew what they were coming into. They prepared hard. Florida State just kicked their teeth in. So Fuller and his staff did a tremendous job, especially at the end of the season. The battle's end is the only way to fix these issues. It's simple. 20 bucks a month is our chance to put our money where our mouths are. The King says that. That's, that's pretty good. I'm going to read that again. The battle's end is the only way to fix these issues. 20 bucks a month is our chance to put our money where our mouths are. Well said. Go Moles. Oh, Mike, what's up, man? How you doing? Um, 
he Mike always comments on all my pods. Good to see you, brother. Hope all is well. All right. I think we'll be aggressive in the portal again to plug some holes, but next year and after our high school recruit should be carrying us. That's a great point. This is Jonathan McIntosh, and what his point is is pretty simple. If Florida State can get to a point where they're just picking some guys out of the portal instead of, and for, I hate using this word, but at least this year they kind of did. If you look at the starters, how many of them are transfers? Probably 60%. They need to get to the point where it's 20. This class and the next one, the 25 class, once they're both physically on campus, all of them, year and a half from now, summer of 2025, when everybody's enrolled from the 25 class, Florida State should be in a situation where they've got enough depth that they're only adding key pieces like some, you know, a kid turns pro. Okay, that happens. You lose a kid a year early. It is what it is. A kid has an injury and he's he's good, but you're not sure if he's going to play that next fall. He had an injury in spring. So you take a guy at that same spot, pick whichever one you want to add depth, those kinds of things. It's part of it. Again, football is brutal. It is barbaric. That's the way it is. It's always been physical. That ain't going to change. But they need to get to a point where high school is far more important. Are there any D-tackle recruits we are in the running for? Uh, the kid from North Carolina, his name escapes me right now. I need to find out. That's not my turf. But Florida State's in the running for him, and so is a, a bunch of other schools. Um, Miami, a bunch of other schools are after a big kid. I don't know if they're going to be able to flip Artavius Jones, but they've been trying. He's committed to Miami. He's from Bluntstown. It's only 45 minutes from Tallahassee. He's a dude, 310 pounds. He's, he's going to need a year. Technically, he's not ready, but you cannot teach Artavius Jones frame. There could be somebody else because the way this works, let's be honest, they're probably trying to flip somebody that's committed to school X and fill in the blank that's not public. That's the nature of the beast, especially this late in the game. They're not going to let anything out. So, yes, there, there are multiple guys. Was not here. What's the consensus on Jeremiah Smith coming to Florida State? Well, I, I might as well just kind of go through this again real quick. Jeremiah, uh, this from a couple of days ago, I had talked to somebody. We both agree. Florida State, Ohio State, all these other schools, they're all going to have to wait until signing day, which is the 20th. That's 15 days from now. Number two point, Ohio State and Florida State, me and another person agree, are the top two. Miami is the fluid, always around, recruiting him hard as heck. They just had an in-home with him, blah, 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 and he'll probably go visit there again. I do believe he's visiting Florida State again as well. All in, all in on this, I have no idea until signing day, like most of you. I wish I had more specific, but I'm not sure Jeremiah does because Ohio State just lost their quarterback. He doesn't know for sure who it's going to be, although I'm sure Ohio State's telling him, oh, everything's great. I mean, what else are they going to tell him? You know, everything sucks. Don't come here. You know, I get it. So until some portal stuff happens, there, there's probably too many things being mixed in to have a definitive answer. But right now, Florida State is certainly in the mix. I do believe that Norvell was down to see him yesterday, today. I forget the date. So they're definitely involved with Jeremiah Smith. Angelo Smith, Fryer is going to be our secret weapon. A hundred percent. I'm telling you folks, Camden Fryer is really freaking good. It's sometimes it's kind of hard to define because I, I get to see it up close. His efforts just different. Like even when he's going against somebody that has no business being in front of him, he plays just as hard. Setting that example is not a normal thing for a high school kid. So it is what it is. D 
Didi Holmes is going to be the beast out of the DMV. He's a defensive lineman. I want to get to some of the defensive guys here in a minute. And he's right. Andrew was right. Uh, Holmes is, I don't know why he's underrated. That's a, that's a pretty interesting point because DC is one of the highest per capita NFL spots there is. It's an easy area to get to. Obviously got multiple airports. Why he's not ranked here. I'm really not sure that that's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Penix wanted to be a Noel, but Jimbo. Yeah, I'd heard that. Here's an interesting story about this. Angelo says Penix wanted to come to Florida state, but Jimbo Fisher doesn't like left-handed quarterbacks. True. The guy that's at Tennessee. Now he had committed to Tennessee. Then the Tennessee coach changed. He didn't like lefties, so Penix went to Indiana, then followed the coach to Washington. He's had a weird ride. All right, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma in portal one year. Kid may be good for us. I'm here in Oregon on Gabriel. I can imagine their NIL is rather good with Phil Knight. Penix was after you. I'd love to blame Jimbo, though. I, I can't remember. He was recruiting. The recruitment started early, even if Jimbo wasn't the, wasn't the reason. We need a big dual threat quarterback, preferably Ward, KJ, KJ Jefferson would be really unique in this system. I also heard, uh, forget where it was. I want to say, which one was it? One of the podcasts I listened to today mentioned that uh, Florida State was looking at DJ Uyungle. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't really like that fit, but that's something that I heard. Um, yeah, I'm sure Jimbo was involved in his recruitment. He was, that's one thing about Jimbo. He got involved in recruiting early. He loved it. I guarantee in the near future, Norvell going to be, bring us multiple natties. I guarantee unless the NFL takes Norvell. You know what? I don't think Norvell wants the opportunity in the NFL, like some other guys, because of the system he runs and whatnot. I think it's a little more suited to the collegiate level. It's a good point. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. That's that's a really interesting thing to say, though. Could he be the guy that leads Florida State to a top-end level and then they just go and somebody comes in and offers him $100 million or something? I mean, it's possible. I mean, I get it if he left for that, but Florida State's an easier gig than a lot of NFL jobs because if you're at Florida State and for people that went to school there or followed this program – FSU is in the panhandle. It's a lot slower pace. Like people that go to Florida State to be the head coach probably aren't NFL guys by and large. They're just not. I don't think he'll go to the NFL. That's just my opinion. What are the chances going after that D tackle for man in? Let me be very clear. And I already know what he's talking about. Walter Nolan. I've seen Walter play. He is freaky, freaky, freaky. 300 plus pounds and moves like a kid that's 240. Um, I, there isn't a school that's not going to contact Walter Nolan. I have no idea where he's going. If I had to guess, it would be Tennessee because that's where he's from originally. But my my guess, if he doesn't turn around and go back to A&M, which they're still trying to convince him to do, it's going to be Tennessee, Bama, or Georgia. Tennessee's where he's from. Bama and Georgia recruited the crap out of him too. So that would be my guess. Florida State now I think has a chance at some of those recruits, but I, I don't know any specifics. I'm just guessing. Everything is good, brother. Hope everything is good on your end. Thank you very much, sir. Let's see. I truly believe Norvell is going to use what happened as motivation, and he will show it in the portal and recruiting and take it to the field. I don't doubt that at all, Mike. Um, 
Norvell seems to have an extra gear of energy that not many people have. He's kind of hard to define, to be really honest with you. That's a good thing. Let's see here. Fryer is like a Swiss Army knife. He has multiple skill sets. Biggie Mason, you are correct. I believe you about Fryer. He actually has the pedigree, but why isn't he ranked higher? I have no idea. He was on the seven-on circuit. He competed at different events. He plays at Lake City, Columbia. Yeah, it's in the panhandle, but it's a well-known program. I mean, he's not in Central or South Florida. And that matters a little bit, but I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. I also heard someone predicted the young man from UCLA to come to tell Dante Moore. Could be. I don't think he's the greatest fit in Norvell's scheme because Dante is not a pro or a run pass guy. He is a pocket guy, but he's so accurate. You could find a way to make it work pretty good. He is really accurate. Great kid, too. Did Travis ETN leave for he's going to Georgia? For anybody that doesn't know, ETN is transferring to Georgia. Worst kept secret there is that is all NIL and backdoor bull. You know what? Straight up. What up? Let's see how you feel about Clemson, Andrew Makuba. Is he if he's in the portal? I didn't know. I mean, he's really good. Florida State would do good to get him if that's what you're referring. I have no idea. I check the portal stuff every few hours, but I miss a ton of stuff. Well, might get after this outcome, go to the Big Ten or SE to have a better chance. Mike doesn't get to make those decisions. Let me be clear about something in general. Mr. Wilmer brings up a pretty good point. Whenever you're in a scenario where somebody says the coach needs to get them out of the league, it's not the coach's decision. Even somebody as powerful as Bowden was, not his decision. It's administration, board of trustees. And the grant of rights deal with the ACC is horrific. And it is through the year 2036. Look it up. Articles galore. It is awful. Uh, what do you what do you mean? So what's this all about? I'm not sure what you're referring to. Oh, wow. Wow. If that's the case, I don't know why. He played a lot for, for Clemson. That's why. Makuba in the portal, if that's the case. Look out. College football invitational. <laughs> not to start a rumor, but Bolden follows only Auburn on Instagram, not FSU anymore. I don't put much into that. Um, kids do all kinds of things on social media just to get followers. I heard a take from you that you agreed with the decision of Bama and Texas making the play where FSUs is true. And if so, please explain your logic. Just curious. Yeah, I, I think you should have your quarterback. That's my opinion. And I'm not changing that. I don't care which school it is. Uh, after you throw for 55 yards in the championship game, I, mean, I, I don't. But I also don't think that's exactly why they picked those schools. I still think it's eyeballs. And I still think it's because of do yeah, a degree quarterback. But more than anything else, the main reason is they want quarterbacks that are healthy to drive ratings. It is proven statistically games that are higher scoring, more offensive driven, drive ratings. If you do not have a quarterback is one thing. Even if, let's say, Jordan Travis was banged up right now, hypothetically, he had a high ankle sprain. They're annoying and take forever. It would hurt. It would have hurt Florida State's chances legitimately. And that's just the way it is. But nonetheless. I have no idea. They were playing Iowa, who has a great defense, but they knew they didn't have to score. That's not a relevant point. The point is, do you have your starting quarterback? 
It's a checkbox. It's that simple. And it is flat out in the language for the committee. We can argue about it all day. I think that they made the right choice on that. Just don't agree on the point on why they did. I don't believe all the things they're saying, but that's another story. All right. It doesn't make any difference. You're playing Iowa. You can you can beat them with a high school offense. Iowa's offense is so bad, it's not even definable. They're, they're, they're just anemic. They had against Penn State earlier this year, one of the worst stats of all time. They had fewer than 35 offensive plays. You heard that correctly. Go look it up. It's ridiculous. Michigan knew they didn't have to do diddly on offense. It took zero risk. It is what it is. Um, while I'm thinking of it, I'm going to go over some of Florida State's defensive players in this class real quick before I wrap it up because Florida State played unbelievable against Louisville. I think we can all agree on that. D.D. Holmes, the defensive lineman, somebody brought him up a little bit ago. I want to mention him. He plays at Gonzaga. It's one of the other schools that goes against a good counsel. The young man's going to here play receiver. D.D. is 6'5", 260. He could be a strong set edge, but I think he'll end up playing inside as a three-tech at least part of the time. Maybe they'll do some three-man line stuff. He could play strong side end in that. Whatever. Heck of a football player. Much like some of the other guys in this class, he's not rated higher than he is whatever, 250, 260, he can play. I really, really like him. I'm going to push my guy, Jaden Parrish, again. I think he's as good a defensive player as they have in this class, and I mean that literally. Like, he's K.J. Bolden kind of impact guy. If he figures out the scheme, linebacker's hard, though. Thumper, good in man coverage, good in hook curl zone, just finds the football. Zero concern for who's in front of him. He's going to hit it. I'm telling you all right now, Jaden Parrish, He's going to come to Florida State, and he's going to play some football. Jamari Flagg, saw him play as a junior, plays for Booker T down in, in Miami. Program that Ice Harris has is legit, and he's a kid that gets after a 300-pounder, can't have enough of those guys. He takes it pretty serious, and he's not a guy you want to you want to tick off either. He can get after it. Florida State did well. Hickman Collins, the, the kid out of uh, South Carolina, small school. This is old-school Bobby Bowden recruiting. Linebacker, downhill, thumper, speed, the whole nine yards. I love his ability, but he's kind of like Camden Fryer, ironically. When you play at some of these schools that aren't close to a metro area, not as many eyeballs. It's just fact. When I go to the Miami or Fort Lauderdale area, any game I go to, there are three or four other guys there. They're in my industry. If I go to see Hickman play, there might be one. Maybe. It's just location. That's part of these rankings. That's just the way it goes. Um, I'm going to do something on the FSU O-linemen separately pretty soon. I don't really want to get into them very much right now. And I'm going to talk about Cam Davis and the running backs and some of that stuff a little bit later too. I'll, I'll probably do that either tomorrow or later. I'm going up to Alabama a little bit later tonight. I'm going to be covering some of the state championships there and checking some of that out. But uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I I don't know. It's it's interesting, but let's answer a few more questions and I'll wrap it up here. These kids earn the right to make the playoffs. It's unconscionable to make that away from them, blah, blah, blah. They just make you mention, eh, conference championships, they matter and all that. Again, I just disagree. It's a subjective term, but I stand by it. 
What if one of the quarterbacks in the top four got injured during bowl practice? Does that team get the boot? After you're in, you're in, to my knowledge. That's actually a really good question. Mickey Mason asked that. Boy, that would be wild. It can happen. I mean, think about how many times there's a non-contact injury. Eventually, it's going to happen. Like a kid's just running a drill and he breaks his ankle. He just plants wrong. It's going to happen. Now, that's a heck of a question. That might be the question of the day right there for Mickey Mason. But I, I don't know if there's any bylaw about it. I've never heard of that before. But that's, that's a great point. Lake middle defect. Hmm. Mr. Wilmer, look for a lot of late middle defections. I'm not sure what you mean by defections. Are you talking about deflections? This game will never be the same again, period. Christopher counts. I'm not sure what you mean. If you're talking about portal, the committee, or what? The reason this has never happened before because it's flat out wrong. Well, okay. The people saying this all are a little biased, and that's why I don't worry about it too much. See a lot of last-minute defections. Oh, well, yeah. As far as it goes with regards to recruiting, it, it's part of recruiting in general. I told somebody the other day, they asked me on a different podcast that they had me on. I said, you should expect at least one, but up to three defections from a recruiting class, no matter who you are, Georgia or anybody, in the last month or two months. Just nature of it. I mean, it happens to Kirby Smart of Georgia, and they've won two titles. There's nothing against Florida State if it happens or it doesn't. I think they've done a pretty good job of keeping this pretty tidy. Somebody can leave if they get somebody else and they get ticked about a room being crowded at a position or something, whatever. But even so, even a guy they want, like K.J. Bolden, obviously they want, he could defect. It's possible. Absolutely. Uh, ACC affiliation. I don't know if that has a ton to do with it, but it probably did not help. Caden Atkins, Eva High School, Alabama lost like we. Oh, the kid from Elba, hmm. Leroy Caden. Elba has the running back Henderson that everybody's recruiting in the class of 25, and they lost that game. Um, Maybe that's the kid that did it in for him. Let's see. Don't worry about not having your glasses, man. I know what it's like. <laughs> All right. Um, one more thing before I get out of here. I'm going to work on some more of the offensive stuff, but I have a question for everybody that's in the chat right now. I'm going to break down all the positions after signing day, obviously, because you don't, you want the official tally. But what position do people have the most interest in for me to break down? Is it running back? Like, I know Cam Davis well. Known him since he was a freshman in high school. He was a dude even then. What position are you interested in and why? If you want to post something in the chat, fire away. I'm interested. Um I hear somebody just asked Jeffrey Bell. I'm late. What's the word on KJ? Auburn is definitely in it. He, he had a, in either he was there or they went up to visit him in home. I forget which, but it's it's a it's a recruiting race for him. Uh, I think that that'll go down to signing day if I had to guess. And to reiterate for anybody that might have missed it, Jeremiah Smith. That's going to be signing day. Now, I'll be shocked if it's not. You'll have something at the school. There are several other kids like Zaquan Patterson, who Florida State, I'm sure, is still trying to flip for Miami, too. Um, 
I'm sure they're trying, still trying to get Josiah Trader, another kid from Shamana. It's all part of it. So a lot of kids still going to be deciding a little later. Linebacker, well, I'd love to break down some more Jaden Parrish. I'd, linebacker, I'll put that down. Linebacker it is, for one. Linebackers for Mr. Wilmer as well. Any word on Riley Leonard? Yeah, it's going to be Notre Dame. He's They're not going to get him. He's going to Notre Dame. So, um, let's see. I don't know who this idiot is, but goodbye. Um, last, last point, and I'll wrap it up here. And thanks for everybody. And please hit that like button, notification bell, and share this. I'm going to do a lot more live podcasts moving forward because we're going into recruiting season, and this is my deal. It's easier just to have you on here, all these people, and just ask questions. Uh, this is my bag. No question about it. Recruits know they will never play for a natty at your joke team. I don't know who this idiot is, but he's about to get voted. So um, the bottom line is this. Recruiting season never stops, but right now think about something. Portal just opened. Signing day is the 20th. The Knowles have a bowl game to prepare for. You got guys you're trying to solidify on your roster, not to leave, trying to pull from the portal, finish up KJ Bolden, all this. This is the busiest week of the entire 52-week calendar, the first week of December. Number one, it's insane. Coaches ought to get a bonus just for going through this. Everything crosses. Oh, Oh, by the way, People are trying to pull coaches from your staff because if you're Mike Norvell, you just went undefeated. I guarantee you, guarantee you, there are coaches getting phone calls. Hey, would you like to come here and at least take an interview? And I get it. Happens to all the teams that are successful in college football. Florida State shall not be any, any different. So anything, anything else? Let's see. O-line, yeah. They've got to have, they've got to have more success up front at O line recruit. I'm going to do a little more. I, I want to see if Florida State can hit the portal and get one guy at least on there. That's so hard. Get an O line guy. Just want to bring that up. But uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Everybody, be safe. Thank you very much. Um, if you have any questions or anything, get them in. I'm going to do more of these, but I'm going to be on the road in the next week. I'll be doing them from hotels, but nonetheless. I'm going to be on the road having fun, and we're going to we're going to check it out. So we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, will Cromwell come in and start day one? No, he is not going to be a starter day one. He's he's not ready for that. Oof! Everybody should go after Cam Ward. Corey Knight asks, 100. Got to go after Cam Ward. So anyway, that's that'll do it for the show. Everybody, be good. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you soon.